I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. The experience of meeting this troll at VidCon was not unlike what happened when I met Josie Cat, the salty moderator from the Pathetic Virgin forum. Instead of looking me up and down like he was Meryl Streep in The Devil Wears Prada, or asking me if I called my husband a racist in bed, or dumping a bucket of pig's blood on my head as I crossed the threshold, this guy basically groveled. He said he was so sorry for all the abuse he'd given me, that he respected me and that he hoped he could move on from we could move on from our differences and be friends he also confessed a bunch of personal stuff that he used to explain where his anger came from i was really taken aback all i wanted to say was that he had misconstrued my work and put a bunch of words in my mouth and to show him that i'm a real person and that his actions have consequences i mentioned that whenever he made videos it would set off a ripple effect with his fans who would attempt to contact me with even more aggressive messages than what this guy's videos contained and that it really upset me i made it clear that i wasn't trying to be his therapist or his friend and that i appreciated his apology but really just wanted the harassment to stop we left on decent terms and i thought it was possible things would get better but of course the guy made a video about how we'd met and worked out all our problems and we're now on our way to becoming closer than snoop dogg and martha stewart i should have known he'd do this hating me was part of his career and he couldn't resist the opportunity to cook this grade a beef i sort of understood his desire to say we become the best of friends and i didn't really want to start another confrontation by shutting it down plus it made him look good or at least like his behavior wasn't irredeemable and it wasn't so different from the cinematic resolution to our entirely one-sided feud that i'd envisioned though in my version i was more like a benevolent queen lording my power over him saying before saying it was behind us as long as he never trolled again but something about his suggestion that we were equals who had put our differences aside got to me this guy made 40 videos about how i'm the scum of the earth and i'm supposed to forgive him because he said he was sorry i'm supposed to consider him my friend i would have i would have i would have a hard time forgiving my own mother if she did that to me his new video made me realize he hadn't earned the benefit of the doubt hey welcome to the blackout test podcast your host rod and and we are Mm -hmm. live on a saturday Mm -hmm. ready to do some podcasting um you can find us on itunes stitcher podomatic leave us five star reviews which so many of y'all did yay thank you it's like one of our highest number of reviews we've ever gotten in a week breaking records y'all shout out to the quarantine shout out to the quarantine shout out to y'all you know really uh coming through you know last week we only got one review i was like i guess they done with 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 old rod and karen we love these reviews y'all when i tell y'all we look forward to this show and that's a big piece of what we look forward to is y'all reviews y'all just don't know how much those reviews motivate us and keep us going and keep us striving to give y'all the best show shaming works okay what said so don't listen to these people that tell you shame don't work it worked on all of these people we got these reviews uh of course you can also find us um you know the black guy who tips.com leave comments on our website there were plenty you can email us the black guy who tips at gmail you can leave us voicemail 704-557-0186 that's 704- five five seven zero one eight six all this stuff is always in the show notes you can follow us on social media i'm at rodimus prime i'm say that again that as in d a 
yeah and our show twitter i believe is the black guy who tips you can find i mean instagram the twitter is tbgwt but the instagram is the black guy who tips so just you know follow us on all the social meets and uh all that good stuff guys mm-hmm. um of course another thing that people like to do is go to the front page of our website the black dot the black com, and you can like you know donate to our show you can support the show you can do all kinds of stuff in any denomination that you would like to make it and many times people will actually go out and do that stuff okay um you can do it through paypal you can do it uh one time uh you can do it you know monthly in any amount that you want it doesn't have to be a, a lot it doesn't have to be a little um everyone gets the same shout out no matter what um just because you know it's not really about the amount as much as it's just about the fact that you know y'all y'all hooked us up um now of course uh i don't have the audio for the new because everyone tagged us to it okay i i mean seen it but (laughs) kirk franklin did like a remix of smile um matter of fact let me see if i can find it you probably Um, can you probably can play it he did like a remix of smile that like all the blacks on it all the singers like tyrese was there and shit um and it was beautiful mm-hmm. um i did find it ironic that people were shitting on that um uh imagine mm, come on that people shit on that imagine but then when the black people did smile they were sharing it like this one i'm talking and i was like it's the same, same idea thing, same thing i don't know why once well i do know why because they white right but <laughs> but it was just funny because i'm like this these this singing did the same thing for y'all that imagine did i mean technically we still stuck in the house together come on but um you know i i get it though they shit was more hotter as they say on the fire starter podcast okay i did find it on youtube but i gotta you know wait for my computer to get around to playing it <laughs> when it feel like so it. in an hour or two you know we'll play that version and uh do the donation shout outs but cool though just facetime instagram all this shit is really bringing people together and the sound quality was so great considering you know none of these people were in the same house or in the same studio somebody did some hell of an editing yeah black people man so talented we man. will innovate blackness as they say on the um little brother album we know how to work with a little bit and make it a lot mm-hmm. uh whoa this thing is seven minutes long i i, I well, we probably won't get through the whole thing but yeah i guess play as much as when you're driving in a storm it is very tempting to want to pull under the overpass and wait for the storm to pass because oh i didn't know he was gonna do like a whole like kurt franklin intro uh i guess you know he had to preach a little bit okay all right go ahead do your thing but kurt get stuck in the middle of a storm and so even right now in life it is so easy to just want to pull over in the middle of the storm that we're in and you want to pull over and stop dreaming and stop believing and stop thinking that things can get better but i want you to know that god did not build you to pull over that you are storm proof because he's in the storm with you so keep driving to that destination and i'll see you there let's go that brought some friends with me Today's 
speaking of which guys it is a new day which means new money for us Mm -hmm. yvonne m thank you very much yvonne adam s we appreciate you adam tom w we appreciate you michael s thank you gregory a started a brand new recurring donation thank you gregory thank you baby head to the new members class yes miss hathaway with the recurring donation Bomani jones with the recurring donation nicholas z rita may c noel w laura e sting and sky which is uh our boy imagine sting shout out to him baby olivia from chicago pete b renate m uh miss barnes from the chat joanna m hit us with the brand new recurring donation thank you joanna yes uh black film press comics david s ricky a pretty ricky what they call him laura f we got a one-time donation from charlene c thank you very much charlene thank you baby um and that's i think that's everybody there you go play us out uh church blacks Kelly Price. Mm-hmm. Fantasia. Yeah, Fantasia, Tyrese. Damn. They did the damn thing. Um, but yeah, so, uh, that was, um, that was all the people that donated. Thank you very much, guys. Um, alright, let's get back to the people that gave us reviews. Okay. We appreciate Yay! y'all. Y'all really came through this week. I'm glad. Y'all put five on it. Ow. Ow tbgwt this is by rx0456 who says great podcast three exclamation points great podcast four exclamation points great podcast three exclamation points so we lost one i'll say it again great podcast five exclamation points thank you very much that's all you gotta say that's all you ain't okay. got to say a lot y'all told they ain't, they ain't got to be long you ain't got to write a medium piece okay mm-hmm. no, you don't you have to, to write a think piece you don't have to write this like you know beyonce put out a new album and you know uh you know you watch black as fuck and now you gotta you know do your dissertation no you can just leave a just hey i like this thing five stars the end the end and we will absolutely accept it and love it and cherish it because that's what feeds us okay guys yes we appreciate y'all's positivity um best show out there five stars would encourage anyone and everyone to listen regardless of demographic ron and karen are wise funny clever and you can't help cheering them on keep going you guys this is by l underscore gats Gat what gatsky l underscore gatsky thank you i thought you were about to say gatsby me too i almost <laughs> said that did i do it right uh with the uh shrug emoji like i don't know yes yes you did because we reading it baby danielle cc put hey guys if this goes through 
i started listening to you guys when a good friend of mine told me that you do game of thrones reviews and child shout out to the good friend i've been addicted ever since unfortunately and fortunately i'm one of the most essential workers since i have a new claim to heroism being an aer uh and paku surgical recovery nurse which has turned into icu nursing nowadays hashtag the rona roll eyes emoji thank you for the continuous content and comedy i shared a lot of your views on things and plus i enjoy learning a few facts along the way that i did not know before also thanks for keeping your level of of blackness on 1000 we are black as fuck i mean that is true you know shout out to change it if i wanted to shout out to all my other performative wokeness people uh can you tell i'm from new york uh hope you will uh be able to come to nyc in the very far future like 2022 maybe thankfully and faithfully your leo prince is still looking for the guy hashtag lonely in the rona but your girl is uh uh lola holla <laughs> all the best dead she put the um and she put the eggplant emoji so <laughs> she's just letting y'all know all the best danielle d oh question how many five stars are we limited to if this goes through i have an iphone well the thing with, I, with itunes is that every time you change your five star review it just updates it and repost it mm-hmm. so it's not giving us a brand new review unless you create a brand new account right but we don't mind people reposting five stars we don't it's fine with we'll us. read them as many times as you post keep them. it fresh keep it current we, we cool with that i just realized just now i forgot to talk about the um the excerpt from francesca ramsey's book um we were so we excited to trying to get to the reviews yeah um when i finish the reviews we'll, we'll do that part and okay we'll, we'll do reading rainbow um verbal medicine we love this show uh we love you guys my husband and i listen every time a new episode comes out metal stone magic ryan and jessica rock hill south carolina jesse cat 80 thank you thank you shout Got out to rock hill shout out to sakalana y'all close yeah down there sakalana um and i wondered what palmetto stone magic was so now we know who did that uh five stars rod and karen are much needed voice to help me get through every day thank you both for just being you nice 111 says thank you thank you and that was very nice of you best dang podcast i am finally leaving these well-deserved and overdue five stars i usually listen to the blackout tips while i'm driving or working but now in our coronavirus quarantine i finally prioritize some time to deliver these stars karen and rod are funny and entertaining but i appreciate their authenticity most of all i appreciate the lgbt news segment and i appreciate their boldness to be themselves to talk about hard topics in our current bizarro world they were doing it all alone but i still love it also i love the reading rainbow segment i've been meaning to go back and write down all the books that have been featured in it so i can add them to my reading list to karen and rod because rod is the co-host <laughs> uh y'all truly make me laugh and smile in the hardest of times and y'all give me hope in the world uh that the world can somehow be better and make informed decisions i can't say thank you enough take these stars by justified gains thank you thank you justified gang sounds like a group of people that work out real hard you know yes we out here getting these justified gangs <laughs> they out there mad they was like we gonna get this workout six feet apart out here in the sun great podcast this is from mcmiller82 who says i've been listening to the blackout tips for over five years rod and karen produce excellent and informative shows and i truly appreciate their effort thank you thank you sending love from oregon this is from renee kensington who says 
it's been a while since i've left a five-star review and ryder karen deserve all the fives i love them for their inspiring messages and lightning views and all that's happening in the world on all that's happening in the world and pun offs i've learned a lot from them and you can too thank you thank you it's always interesting when people say they uh learn from us because we definitely didn't get in it for that but i'm also but i'm also super happy to you know be informative you know like that's dope because i definitely learn from the podcast i listen to all the time i'll be like oh i didn't know that you know yes and, and my pun game has improved it has best podcast for black home health work workers uh this is from stack but but i hope i'm saying this right stack bajan or bajan b-a-j-a-n i hope i didn't fuck that up um i have been listening to rod and karen for five years and this podcast helps to clarify and rethink the onslaught of information you see on social media and listening to this i'm listening to this podcast daily on my job and i end up laughing at karen's puns and rod's white girl voice which i am never prepared for and i laugh till my stomach hurts all i am a healthcare worker and it is tough and so appreciate uh so i appreciate rod and karen and the laughs help me get through the day thank you rod and karen for all you do stay safe thank you thank you oh man we appreciate that we need people <laughs> it's it's really highlighting how much we need people like you you know and the person that wrote in about being a central worker in the er yeah, like, people on the front line yes sir really highlighting it you know people people take a lot of shit for granted um simply the best this is from kenny too tall rod and karen are the best podcast in the game that's it that's the review thank you thank you told y'all it didn't have to be long mm-hmm. and lastly paying my quarantine dues this is from christina kubatis who says rod and karen managed to keep me sane while keeping me updated on the insane current events of our time if it weren't for these two i would not bother staying up to date on half the things they cover i first started listening to y'all when childish gambino's video for this is america came out the video blew my mind when i saw it and i immediately went to search for more info on all the references and influences the episode where you analyze it popped up and the next thing i knew i had a new favorite podcast and ryan and karen are the best friends i've never met love you both thank you for doing what you do thank Aww, you thank you yeah thank- we love childish gambino thank you to all of y'all man yes um and yeah i you know that was you know that's it's funny how there's like certain touchstone moments in blackness that happen and that's uh, sometimes it's how people find us you know mm-hmm. like trayvon martin yeah that was a big one uh you know game of thrones even mm-hmm. you know um like just certain moments where people are just like i need to hear what black people have to say about this and i'm sure we're not the only black podcast that gets that type i bet all black podcasts get some type of bump in listenership when that stuff happens but mm-hmm. this is america was a big one because people were so fucking like the hot takes was out you know it just seemed like whenever some major black shit happened we can't just have a conversation about if it's good or not it always turns into an indictment on that person's blackness from one segment of black people and then a protection of that person's blackness from another segment of black people and i know i'm often in the protection section because that's just what the fuck i'm geared to do man like i don't protect everybody quote unquote you know i don't feel that need for everyone but it's a lot of people out here just trying to explain their specific experience of blackness and then they get thrown out of blackness by all these motherfuckers that 
refuse to respect anybody that has had any different level of whatever than they have Agreed. and i always feel like that's so not productive you know it's whack yeah and it happens like every time so yeah you know sometimes we do the show and it's like well this is why even if people are upset about it this is why i still fuck with this you know and there's some merit and some truth here anyway let's get to uh the reading rainbow segment that we didn't get to at the beginning so that was from well that escalated quickly uh francesca ramsey's book um and she's talking about dealing with a troll herself now we talked i've read excerpts from because this is my favorite chapter of the book i read excerpts from when she was kind of trolling this woman or at least in a troll hive even if she didn't personally seek out this woman to troll and then she met the woman and she kind of looked back and was like in addition to like one making this woman into some hateful caricature that she really wasn't right i also could have been working on my own shit mm-hmm. like i'm sitting over here talking about she got this type of privilege and this type of connections and this type of whatever but it's also convincing myself not to work on my own shit like i could be doing the things that would get me in a position to be you know her or be like her or to be my version of myself that is more fulfilled period right um so that was one side of it but then you know francesca has a uh she has like a youtube and an mtv show it's called decoded and and decoded she explains a lot of stuff that um you know whether stuff from the internet it's normally a lot of intersectional stuff a lot of feminist uh pro-black you know that type of stuff that she explains and so obviously that draws a lot of angry hater people you know um and at the time she was uh, married i think i don't know if she was married or just dating patrick who was her uh, i guess ex-husband now and then co-host of last name basis Mm -hmm. and so you know there will be people like how can you say so much mean things or so much stuff about white people and their racism but then you married to a white man do you call him a racist in bed you know that type of just personal very personal shit that that they would say to somebody like that you know um to take them down a peg you know because it's like who how dare you tell me not to be racist i'll show you by being racist um right proving the point yeah and youtube is a place where you can make an entire community and a whole culture off of like hating people like that you know it's one of the scariest things about youtube people wonder why i don't post a lot of our like why don't y'all ever do stuff for youtube that's exactly why because i don't want to get full of nigger 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 yeah nigger 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 post but it's also just not worth it to me i like i know what my mental health cost is and i don't want to pay the toll to be youtube famous or to even attempt to be youtube famous right because those people you know there's a lot of doxing death threats uh mm-hmm. you know all kinds of shit yeah that's you know? why a lot of them to actually turn their po- turn the comments off where they was like nah we're not gonna deal with this either you like it or you don't but there's only so much you can do when you turn the comments off that's, that's just too like that's that's just saying you talk directly to me on youtube but they like i said doxing you finding you on other social media all that type of shit calling you you know we saw when mr span had an episode where people was calling him in live to, to say racist shit to him you know like the, the youtube has this, and it's 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 happened over the years because it's not that regulated but right you know people build whole communities and so this person makes 40 videos about friend and now there's a whole community of we hate this woman and they can reach out and maybe it's because she got the experience the other side of it that she can see like like she still has some empathy for the troll people in right. a way um 
uh at least at the time she did it in the book and it's kind of interesting because at the end of the day i feel like it's it's like dealing with a narcissist Mm -hmm. the internet has the tools i know i say this a million times to make us all be able to behave like a narcissist even if you aren't one the tools are right there you know i can harass you i can twist your words take them out of context i can gaslight you i can shun you i can form a gang of people to be my flying monkeys and we just chastise you and we call ourselves heroes for doing it is why i'm very very fucking careful um of even the people that i don't like on the internet and how i behave around my dislike of them because a lot of times you're not looking at it but you're you're really starting to form some bad habits when you know let's say i didn't like something that some comedian said well when i'm at tagging them on twitter or when i'm joining a facebook group to talk shit about them Mm -hmm. well those things are not in my behavior pattern i don't Mm -mm. i cannot like what you said and not need to like start a lifestyle around it right i I just let people cook like i'm like i said there's certain behavior that i don't understand if i don't fuck with you i don't fuck with you like i'm like cool you can go your way i ain't go mine i don't follow you i don't look for you I, you know i'm like but that's mm-hmm. me but some people go i don't fuck with you but they know every increment everything about your life they follow you they're obsessed with you and I, I i don't function like that if i don't fuck with you i really mean what 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 are you doing here keep in mind you can also monetize um on youtube the hatred of people so it's even so it's even more right like like it's it's bad enough with just social media right the dopamine fix for our retweets and our likes and our faves and all this shit that is enough for a lot of people to kind of continue like like we all know people like this where it's like this person can't stand blank and so anytime blank breathes they're making some type of content about it and for entertainment purposes everyone's running over there to see what they're gonna say you know and you know and there can be some comedic stuff to that you know i've done that before as a joke with uh like jimmy butler like you know like my joke was like no matter what he does i'm gonna make a i'm gonna try to act like i'm hating even you know i don't know jimmy Butler. i don't really actually care but like it but but it's like a it's fun everyone's in on that joke or whatever but like if i if i started like tagging jimmy butler to things right if i was like trying to direct message him reaching out to his peoples to try to make sure making videos on youtube and shit trying to make sure he, he sees me i think there's like a level of that that's so narcissistic and it and this is the part that i'm coming to and you know i'm and fran kind of gets to it in the book it actually can't be reasoned with oh no 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 and she said it you make a career out of this which means this is your thing this is what you do and you not doing that means you have literally no purpose in life for some people and i'll take it one step further um i actually think it's like the heckler at a comedy club who when the comedian gets mad and like cusses them out or kicks them out if you ask the heckler the heckler feels like i made your show better yes they do motherfucker nobody paid for you nobody's paid who are you no one bought a ticket hoping that moment would happen nobody wanted you know nobody is gonna high five you on the way out like thank you for interrupting what the comedian was trying to do you didn't get paid yeah like no one's gonna do that but they feel like i did your show a service by trying to interrupt what you do for a living and that is to me the epitome of the troll the way that that man 
grovel before her da 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 told her his whole sympathetic life story of you know i got laid off and that's where this anger comes from to me i look at those things that that would have made me even matter because i've said because to me when you start telling me that that means you know where it came from so don't get so don't try to get with me get with a therapist i don't have nothing to do with that you know this oh you know i lost my job and my wife left me and then that you know i saw your videos and i got ball no motherfucker go somewhere else that, that don't involve me in your delusion then the other part of it is he then flipped it to we're best friends we're cool we're co-workers we're equal we're peers so unbeknownst to friend or whatever even he by his hatred of her he had put her on a pedestal so him meeting her he has to flip this narrative to his fans it's not like he's gonna lose all his fans and turn it into yeah well we met she understood it was cool you know and you know i let her know how i feel she let me know how she felt and i said you know what you know it's cool we could be friends like completely flips the dynamic that no video of him groveling none of that shit and it, and it goes further in the chapter like with them having more of a confrontation but like that shit just really fucking like nails it and it's why i don't engage with people that really just truly harass like yeah if harassing is their thing right like there's people who critique and there's some merit right. to some critique it is not all Mm-mm. not all is not valid maybe not even is. most critique to be fair it's a per- small percentage that you go okay that's valid most people you got right. to dismiss m- like there's certain say. people that could reach out to me and be like hey um this thing you did i think it's blah 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 and if i know them if they have you know good uh intentions if it's right. said in a certain way there's there's an energy you can feel from mm-hmm. people who want to see you do better right there's also an energy you can feel from people that just want to talk shit you know people that people that are just trying to make you feel down people that want you to feel bad or people that just honestly in this case and in many cases just want to get your attention yes 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 like they feel like they won because they got your attention you were doing fine right you got maybe you guys know you're at work you do you do your job you know you have no problems but there becomes this one person who's like i'm gonna do this thing until you have to stop what you're doing and give me attention like a fucking child and that's when i will be it's not gonna be this conversation where i'll go i'm satisfied this will never happen again it's that moment where they go that that little smugness inside of them is like huh i got you to stop thinking about whatever you were doing and focus on me for a second i won because that's all i wanted you know i didn't get any money i didn't get any <laughs> i don't get an extra life in a video game i don't get nothing from this but your attention and we all know these people yeah but people online can make a living being these people yes they can and the whole goal is to get you to respond and it's human nature to want to respond mm-hmm. it's human nature want to want to defend yourself particularly if you have a fighting spirit like like if you're the type of person where you're like oh i'm not here for the bullshit or if you're the type of person that you want the truth to be told or if you have the type of personality where you want to be heard people like that will drive you fucking insane uh because you go this is irrational and this is illogical um but you also have to decipher what's worth your time and your energy because your time and energy is very 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 precious and we have a limited amount of both so i've learned over the years and and for me i'm quick to be like okay fuck them and move on and won't think twice and go on and be like uh because i've said this and i will continue to say this i've never seen the one person fight ever 
a one person fight you look fucking ridiculous you look ridiculous over there shouting and screaming and hollering by yourself because it takes two people for it to be a confrontation it takes two people and if i opt out it's not a confrontation well that just shows the kind of fights you've been in um you i've been in physical fights so one side of fight is normally a, a beating um so yeah yeah so yeah, yeah why, because i'm just coming from my life yeah experience. yeah that's yeah. why that's yeah, why i don't do physical confrontations right that's why a lot of times uh i feel like i, I have cops on you keep it pushing the fuck is this oh, i'm yeah. sorry it's okay no do your thing oh but that's why i um i think that's why i have the fighting spirit in me you know i grew mm-hmm. up i got in a lot of fights i didn't win every fight or anything like that but physical violence was just part of the place you know part of growing up uh in our neighborhood at least for the boys you know um and so i would so i think it took me a long time to learn the skill that you already have which is essentially you know what plus is once you're an adult and people ain't gonna put their hands on you you really don't have to participate in that back and forth and that took me a long time to learn because i was very much mr who want to smoke i'm i'll find the time you know you talking shit about me let me set the record straight type of shit and you know and it's honestly within the last few years made my life peaceful you know and then we'll we'll there's certain things that you know i mean i still keep a clip in the in the um chamber i still keep a clip you know what i'm saying and lo- inserted just in case but i but honestly a lot of times uh it was it really took talking to people um you you know justin even which is surprising i'm sure the people that listen right. to the show but it took me talking to people i trust you know, nick jew like there's a few people you know chris um there's a few people that i go to where i'm like yo this thing is happening right now but i see uh i'm like what do you think about this because you know my mentality first and foremost is pretty much to blank on people and be like 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 fuck you i'm gonna set the record straight you're not gonna talk shit about me blah 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 and you know it really took not doing it to see the benefits of it you know because like she said fran had this entire cinematic like happening in her head of just like i'm gonna show up i'm gonna point him in the right direction i'm gonna let him know he had me fucked up he's gonna understand there's no logical way he could be right in this situation he's gonna back off and leave me the fuck alone and i will go on happily ever after having told him you know yes you fucked up Uh, yes you better admit it okay you apologize we're straight but we'll never be cool just letting you know now go on about your business keep my name out your mouth that's how i was in her mind and i used to do that too like in my brain it was they will understand they will see how fucked up they had me realize they had the wrong one blah blah and and that's just not how it goes because that type of person that 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 pursues someone that harasses someone that trolls somebody they don't have that in them to have integrity like that they wouldn't have been trolling you in the first place if they had a level of integrity that allowed them to be like rational when it came to you so that was a, a big lesson i had to learn too and also i think when you're talking about the difference also i think with me being a girl knowing that uh i'm not i'm not a physically strong person knowing that if i enter this confrontation there's a high chance i'm gonna get my ass whooped I, I'm not a fighter. I don't know how to fight. Like, I know this about me. Mm-hmm. And so, because I know this about me going forward, I don't come in with the illusion that I'm going to win. So, I'm like, what can I do to de-escalate this to get to the point that it doesn't get there? 
um and so for me that's kind of where i've always um i can see that i think the the thing is there's a lot of women who fight too that's true it's a lot of women fighters like and and i think to some for a lot of women it's exacerbated by the internet because there isn't normally a chance that we're gonna physically see each other so i can say some mean fucked up shit to you the same way that everyone's emboldened by the internet at times i can say something completely fucked up to you and never have to worry about being in your space for this to have repercussions so i think it's just your personality type i don't know i don't necessarily think i I think it's that too yeah like like i don't necessarily think it's just about being a woman or not because like i said it's women that talk a we all know them where it's just like this motherfucker gonna get an ass whooping one day because every day you look up like what the fuck is wrong with this person and it's you know it's not just men you know um men already got a bunch of fucked up shit happening anyway Mm -hmm. but yeah so it was but yeah man i it took me a while to learn that lesson i you know i used to really think i could like set the story straight with people that you know obviously weren't gonna give me a fair shot to set the story straight so why am i even engaging them and it extends to the five-star review you know um the thing that i do uh you know, i was i was like yo no more you can leave us a five-star review and say something fucked up about us and we'll just laugh it off no no more like leave us a five-star review and be nice about it or just don't leave one because we if we every time we read something negative every time we let someone call up here or say something like where it's about something we can't even help like i don't like your voice or something Mm -hmm. all i'm doing is emboldening the next person right all i'm doing is validating your choice all i'm doing Mm -hmm. is rewarding you you with the attention go away yeah i'm I'm just helping you to stick around and at the end of the day i don't need to be rewarding that you know i see too many people out here that um we were taught very fucked up when we were kids in my opinion but we were kind of taught this thing of all criticism is good in some kind of way and it's, it's a very bad thing to teach kids mm-hmm. because kids you're trying to develop their confidence in the first fucking place and then to tell somebody that no matter how extreme no matter how fucked up something is no matter we have to give some credence to all to all criticism i have a voice inside of my head that's already on my head all, all the time i don't need to add another chorus line to the shit i i'm good okay me and this motherfucker try and work it out ourselves we <laughs> like the last thing i need is some other motherfuckers in here saying unra- irrational unreasonable things to me right in a harsh way and i think we you know people need to understand that it's you know it's one of the reasons that i'm so quote-unquote easy on celebrities and singers and all that mm-hmm. shit is because i think most of the shit that people level at them is irrational it's not right. actually it's not based in any it, yeah it, it, it's, it's illogical and it's irrational now some of it is valid don't get me wrong yeah but a high percentage once you get past what's valid you get into the irrational yeah you get this nigga ate cake for breakfast but then everyone feels they gotta have an opinion on it and they can say it however they want the other thing too man is as black people we don't normally get the benefit of people having to talk to us nice oh no we don't you know and so this is a platform where we can say that that's what the fuck it's gonna be you know and if you and if it's not that then we don't want to talk to you that's it because we don't we're not going around talking bad or mean about your ass so how about you have some consideration and approach us in the way that you would like to be approached you know i think that's a a major thing you know it's 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 like 
we have certain norms in society that if you think about it they don't actually make sense like a college coach being able to grab a young black kid by the by the jersey and yell in his face right that's a norm though you shaking your head but that's very normalized it it is but right yeah but i'm like yeah but 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 that but if that same kid came to the press conference after the game and said i'm transferring schools because you need to talk to me nice right people would be more outraged at that than the coach grabbing him you see what i'm saying because Mm -hmm. that's we've normalized that shit so especially as black people we end up having to take the shit into the stick too often all these people dying from COVID 19 black people start dying and then it's now we need to start talking about about opening up the economy and bullshit that's not what i was gonna say um now we need to start talking about personal responsibility why are you smoking why are you drinking why are you fat everybody else been dying with pre-existing conditions all this shit every all over the globe it got to us van jones writing a piece about why we need to take uh personal responsibility for our health uh jerome adams the surgeon general who never brought this shit up before now he want to talk uh, do it for your pop pop don't smoke you know that kind of shit so to me it's like you know um and i noticed a tangent off of what fran was doing but to me friends even the impulse for fran to want to confront the person and talk to him and obviously she learned a lesson through this like no don't do this again but 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 even that impulse a lot of that is us a lot of that is blackness a lot of that is you know because she also modeled that confrontation off of lindy west who's a white woman who um she's a body positivity person she's you know like i'm you know i'm living my fat life out loud or whatever type of person and um she had a troll and then she met this troll and they had like a conversation and it went so great they the guy understood and took it back and realized he was the one fucked up and all this shit and i was thinking to myself even that is some shit afforded to white people like we don't even get that so fuck them you know what i mean like like let this shit don't don't worry about it and if and, and i and i mean don't just go for white people i mean as black creatives we should make a carve out a little bit of space for our shit and be like no approach us with some respect and then we can talk right approach us with care um and it's one of those things too to where like you say this is just part of my personality i think uh because like you say my personality is to not to get into confrontation in the first place because of i know how i am if you do bother me enough where i feel like i do need to look in your direction it's not gonna be pretty for nobody involved that's all i got to say because i have a lot of patience when it comes to that shit so i'm like okay i've ignored you i've ignored you if i have to stop what i'm doing and glance at you and look up at you i'm coming with everything and i know me uh i could be petty i could be i can i can harass the hell out of you like i know that about my personality and i know me so i'm like you know what before we both out here looking like fools i'm just gonna ignore you yeah i mean i think i've never seen you do be like that towards somebody um but i think you just also live an existence that most people just leave either leave you alone or you know you you just have a very you have a very thick wall around you that just you're like i'm just not gonna it, i'm just not gonna even participate in this yeah I, a lot of shit i don't just know rolls, yeah. like it's just stuff that would have triggered me mm-hmm. stuff that has trick that has made me be like you will not be talking about my wife like this you've been able to just kind of be like yeah what the fuck is wrong with this person anyway and move on you know it's a very healthy thing to be able to do you know and 
like i said i've modeled after you in a lot of these ways because i've been like yeah i should be able to like move on a lot faster and a lot you know like with a lot more of myself intact because what it made what i realized too is you know we talked about this a long long time ago on the show but it was like at that time i was looking at lipstick alley comments on our show and i was like jesus these people fucking hate the show and i was like wait a minute that's my insecurity to even see that to even want to see that you know what i mean that's that means i have some insecurity inside about who i am and what i do if i want to go somewhere where i know the comments are going to be negative just so i can like read that shit you know what i mean and so if i know that this is a place that they don't really like anything why the fuck am i over there hanging out you know like there's a bunch of other shows that you know do better than us bigger numbers than us more successful than us and they hate that shit too so like what what did i expect they would like our shit no that means i was emotionally cutting i went there to to cut myself emotionally and it's not you know it's not fair to myself to do that and if i and i you know i never went back because it was like nah i love myself i love what we do i'm sure what we do is good i have best of my intentions the best you know the best hopes whenever we take this mic and you know people fuck with it so like what else do i need to validate me okay yeah other than five star reviews y'all keep sending those in Uh, but other than that yes y'all keep sending those in (laughs) but uh uh i'm gonna say this that we can move on also i think too uh when you are a person and this is part of my personality too particularly being a woman when you have to take a lot have to take a lot of comments from bosses managers supervisors comments from men when you this is like i said my personality when you just have to take a lot eventually you'll just be like okay it ain't a big deal it's sad but sometimes it's it's that thing that kind of helps you navigate life where everything don't trigger you like you be like okay and like the the fuck that means and you just do 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 it don't mean that you don't see it it don't mean that you not acknowledging it because you see it and you acknowledge it but i can't stay here with you and that's my thing i can't stay here in this spot with you forever if you want to stay here you have the option of staying here i have the option of glancing and continuing to move on with my life i have other shit to do yeah i mean that's you're like i said i modeled after you because you're so good at it like and i think also it's because of how you was raised like i know you keep saying this because i'm a woman and stuff but like i said i know women there's a lot of women that do not operate this way no they don't like they they be out here trying to start to smoke every single day boy they put some motherfucking hands on you 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 talk to them crazy i think it's just you have a natural disposition um of being able to let the shit like either roll off your back or at least to know not to participate in it because you can't win so right and, and you just you just like i said it was it took a long time for me to understand it but you i mean i learned it from you essentially because i i mean it was just a couple years ago where i was like i'm gonna do blank on our show and you was like don't do that or whatever and i was like i don't see the wisdom in not doing this let's burn the fuck out of all these motherfuckers i'm mad and i was i was trying my best y'all y'all just don't know that was an everyday conversation yeah every day we talked about that shit i was like but right but but right i was like i don't i was like i don't care like you know but i but that's the thing when you're angry when i'm angry i can pretty much justify anything which is why i try not to be angry because you know once cooler heads prevailed about it, i was like you know what that's the absolute right thing like fuck them what, what's the point let's move on right and also for me uh and i'll i overall have a very positive and happy personality 
and that's where i always want to stay it don't mean things don't bother me it don't mean things don't get to me but my thing is that you can always smile in the midst of any situation easier said than done at all times because you know we are emotional creatures but my thing is that regardless of internally what i'm dealing with i still try to find the positives in everything even if it's something positive as i learned not to do that shit no more that's a positive thing even if i learned you know i might needed to handle it better that's a positive thing like it is always something positive to learn out of every situation but it's not human nature to go through something and pull out the positives is i went through this and everything about it was negative but at the end if you're a better person you have better critical thinking skills if you learn how to love more if you learn how to be a better human being there are some positive things and i think because of that a lot of shit just rolls off because i'm like oh that's gonna fuck with my positivity i'm good well i think i mean that's kind of true but then also i think a lot of times you come to me with the negative stuff so i, now I do talk not, to you now yeah so it's not just rolling off completely just unbothered like but yeah, you just you, do you just me. don't you don't show out for the world and you know that's you know like i said that's a that's a huge that's that's such a smart thing to do it's uh, you know i was thinking about this today like i was uh listening to this podcast on the grio um yesterday actually and it's called dear culture i think they just started it's like four episodes in or something i don't maybe it's been on for a while now anyway it's it's really good i really like it and they had a um they had a episode about black as fuck Mm -hmm. the tv show uh by kenya barris and it was really good and they had one of the people on the show um that he like hated it or whatever he had made this whole facebook post and gone viral how much he hated it and so they had him on to interview him but then they also interviewed kenya barris and they also interviewed movie crit like tv critics and all these people too and it was like a pretty in my opinion it's a pretty fair discussion of the show and some of the controversy surrounding the show and and all of that stuff but the the thing that really hit home for me was some people because oh because they made a point to be like this person that hates this show has like a media company that they're you know they're enterprising they want to be in that industry of some type you know that whatever hollywood or whatever some type of entertainment Mm -hmm. and i thought to myself after the show i was like man it's kind of interesting one uh how much and how often and uh like i said i had to stop giving people the benefit of doubt of this but how often someone's critiques of people that are way ahead of them in the same industry to me it's like how often is that fueled by some level of jealousy Mm-hmm. A, a you know if, it's like if you look at what they're saying in their actions sometimes yes it doesn't mean they're totally wrong mm-hmm. doesn't mean their criticisms are not valid but a lot of times they have made this out to be the worst thing in the world when they sell it to everybody else is like this is a problem that needs to be stopped and it's like this person's ahead of you on the track and if if somehow the world would decide that they don't fuck with this person you feel like you would be one step closer to where you want to be right. um and i that goes with activism a lot of shit like i've just you just see it in every industry um 
you know it's one of the reasons i stopped talking about like radio shows and tv shows and shit that you know if like they might be bigger than us and i may disagree with something but i don't want to turn our show into the recap show of what we disagree about on their show shit right because i feel like your opinion go listen to it i feel like that's what i used to do too Mm -hmm. much um so then the other part of it that that i thought about is okay say you do want to be in that industry and you know kenya barris is a mover and a shaker in that industry you burning a bridge that don't even exist yet Mm-mm. you know because there has to be a way to critique this person or to say you know this is an area i feel like they could improve in or could have done something differently without completely being like and this person is essentially you know the worst and all their work is the worst and i don't understand this person because i you know i was thinking about that when i was listening i was like you burned a bridge that don't even exist and won't you know may never exist because people got smaller ears than you think dog like we've had people that like i heard the show and I'm like what the fuck you a celebrity you're not supposed to be listening to shit you know like it was one of the reasons i changed you know i really was more mindful of how we talk on the show because i right. was like oh yeah people can hear this yeah you never know who knows <laughs> who and who's listening on the staff or... and every podcast goes through this by the way yes they do all we your favorite enough listen to all of all of your podcasts that talk culture listen to when they start out and listen, listen to how to, they end up now right it ain't the same when they start out everybody talks reckless because these are not this is not people this is not a right conversation we're really having yet you don't really understand it at the moment you just think like yeah i'm you know i'm talking about this thing i like talking about it or whatever and then later you're like wait a fucking minute this is real yeah and you can slowly see the shift i've seen it on several podcasts like as they got bigger and all that stuff i've just seen the shift which is not a bad thing a lot of times it's a good thing meeting um meeting fonte from me was a big one mm-hmm. you know because i i mean i didn't feel like i said anything too mean when we talked to chris Lambert about charity stars at home but like it never would have crossed my mind that fonte would have listened to that shit right. and then it triply never would have crossed my mind that one day i would get to meet this nigga and i'm a huge fan of him so i you know the last thing i want him thinking is the one album i wasn't fucking with means like he ain't shit you know but right you know to him he may have taken it that way and i think that's a real that's some real shit and you can only learn that from experience so anyway um i think i think that's you know that's a major part of it and that's what i thought when i listened to that shit was like man it, like if you're ever in the room and there's you know you, you gotta pitch a project to somebody you gotta whatever who wants this motherfucker out here existing in the world with that's a gatekeeper has all this money and power that can just be like nah not him fuck him yeah yeah you won't even know why you you'll never know it. and you won't even know that their hands are in there because that's the thing you never know who's doing what and let's keep it real you're not big enough to not do that yourself like if you like how many people do you f- talk shit about and can't forgive and can't move past and if you had an opportunity to shut that shit down you would do it that i wonder i just think about that shit sometimes like you should never not be untruthful but there's a way of delivering the truth that doesn't like it might not get all the retweets no your post won't go viral no everybody won't high five you but you know it, it's something to the the delivery method is, is is something as well yeah you can tell anybody anything as long as you do it in the right way and people don't want to hear the right way they want to hear well i said what i said okay well i also had a response i also can respond to what you said in the manner that you delivered it and yeah. then it becomes a problem yeah but like, you're speaking the truth though right like i just feel like uh the delivery method says more about me than it says about 
the person i'm talking about correct there's like a certain level of authenticity and realness that comes across when you listen to somebody say hey uh you know like uh like i wasn't a big fan of queen of slim there's a difference between me saying that and me being like lena waith is trash right you know like i think there's i think there's a difference between me you know what i'm saying like i didn't uh i didn't like some of the choices in the movie but i did like this this and this about the movie you know so anyway uh that was it that was a long one (laughs) butterfly in the sky i could go twice as high take a look it's in a book a reading rainbow I can go anywhere. Friends to know and ways to grow. A reading rainbow. I can be anything. Take a look. It's in a book. A reading rainbow. A reading rainbow. I think we got a question in the chat yeah i see it um speaking of i remember this from nizzle d speaking of or is it nizzy d nizzle d okay speaking of i remember years ago some guy was harassing the show and attacking karen you had some fiery words for the man if i remember correct he lost his job over it did he ever contact you guys again no he didn't well he apologized um but i don't know if he had fiery words for karen or not i can't remember how it went the oh you talking about critter getter it's been more than one it's been it's been multiple y'all yeah it could be that if it's that critter getter dude then um he didn't i don't think he lost his job but his people his boss or whatever wrote back saying he wouldn't do it again and he apologized and all that shit and you know i just ignored the apology or whatever it's you know it's i my whole point is leave us alone i'm not necessarily a uh come come say it to my face you know leave us the fuck alone we just create we want to be in a good vibe that's it another one was the, that lukey dog lukey in the morning mm-hmm. thing and um when i got done with him not only had he like apologized or whatever but he uh was like like he he gave a very thorough fucking apology i'll put it that way like his shit was like i'm sorry i don't know what i was thinking because he also had a job where he worked with kids in like the baltimore area or dc area or something and he was like a music person and these kids and there's a lot of black kids and i was like bro you can't be joking like this like i i'm sorry that you know you need to get some steam off of shit freedom of speech or whatever you don't get to like i've probably saved you let one of these people parents find out you doing this shit and you do this job but he gave a very sincere thorough apology like who knows if he meant it or not because i didn't keep up with the rest of his life he's gone on to do whatever he does but um yeah man that you know and then i also remember too what was funny is after the uh the usually the critter getter or that luke dog dude um there were some dudes that were quote-unquote friends of the show that all of a sudden they started talking shit about us and at the time i didn't really understand because it's like our first time really going through a lot of this shit but now i do understand by me getting mad at that luke dog shit putting it on the show like Ooh, really fucking going at them that those people who seem to be cool, cool with the show but apparently either they really weren't cool with us or they really just wanted to like burn a bridge i can't even remember the names this is how huh, that's gonna kill me i i 
fuck anyway it ain't that important yeah 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 they had a podcast at the time and we went on it like it was a i thought we had a good time and they fucking uh started talking shit about us too and now i look back and i'm like oh because i talk shit about this one person and they saw the attention they got it's a non-stop pattern and that's the thing that people fail to realize right i was helping it i was fueling it and and i I remember at one point um talking about the other dudes podcast i was like go listen to them like they want like if you're just talking shit about us to get some listens i'll tell everyone here's the name of your podcast god i can't remember the name this is the name of your podcast go go get i hope you get the most downloads ever because if you do all that is is a testament to us being so fucking great at what we do that even uh even talking shit about us elevates you somewhat you'll never be on our level but it'll help you to get the attention that you must want and what's gonna happen is that even those people who go there to hear you talk shit about us will be turned off and be bored and you'll be right back to zero listens or whatever it is and give it a couple weeks and they'll be right back down to people being like i actually don't these motherfuckers aren't good at this podcast i don't like them so yeah man is so we we anyway yeah we're talking from from experience yeah you know and it's because i listen to so many podcasts you can hear podcasters go through this and it's just i just sit back and just let them go for the ride and a lot of them after a while they change the attitude and a lot of times they do the same thing we do because it's like oh this is some bullshit i have other things i could be um put my energy into yeah i've definitely had my virtual moments like friend where i thought maybe if i talk to this person or explain mm-hmm. my side of this mm-hmm. thing on our show they'll understand but mm-mm, mm-mm. not worth it all right let's get to the comments on the website uh that rona part two was a medium talk that i just did with um whitney robinson um she's an epidemiologist among other things and uh we talked about the coronavirus from uh epidemiology uh uh pandemic epidemic point of view mm-hmm great episode this is from brooklyn shoe bay great episode taking a slight detour i appreciate hearing about a black woman in a science field my daughter is really good at math and science and wants a career that will combine the two i didn't know epidemiologist is a career option representation matters thank you dr whitney it does yeah uh a couple things one this is why i asked her about like how did you even get in this field and all that stuff that was definitely part of it but then um also you know you never know who's listening man you know and uh and lastly uh black people ain't it funny she was like dr whitney <laughs> ain't that what we do <laughs> we will look we got we we got love for you we will say doctor in that first name in a heartbeat I hope, oh we earned it yeah i hope they understand no nah, no 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 okay no that's not what i'm saying oh. you're supposed to say doctor their last name oh so it's not about earn it's, it's actually some people even take it as overly familiar um but what i'm saying is black people we do that and i love it i love us i love that we do that it's it's like you know your aunt introduced her to her friend and now that's miss so-and-so you know By the first name, yeah. it's just a black thing at least down here it mm-hmm. is so to me i love it but i know some you know the oprahs of the world you don't call me aunties sometimes they get mad about that shit and be like call me by my last name yeah uh y'all better hope i don't get no letters and no degrees i'm i'm dr karen doctor yeah um rego um 1819 leaves a comment on our feedback episode which was 2088 her name is karen and she's here to say (laughs) rego says yes karen is here to say 
I'm good on any MLK Boulevard. Don't put yourself down because I'm here for those bars. <laughs> Thank you. <clears throat> the poll was, can you freestyle rap? Yes. Yes, but badly. And no. Karen? Oh, yes, but badly. 16% of the audience is with Karen. Yes, but badly. 7% say yes. And then 76% said no uh and lakita says i can't freestyle but i adore karen's bravery <laughs> i know you miss 100 percent of the shots you don't take yeah i get out there even if i look like a fool i get out there and i'll say i can freestyle um mm-hmm. but uh i would say i can freestyle just yes and then um it might be bad but i'm not gonna put that on myself to start you see what i'm saying so like sometimes it it was probably bad and then sometimes it's actually good it just depends on uh on the day you know yeah sweet boy the tavola got some fans (laughs) 2089 blacks are human too we got two comments eve says and this is when uh yeah we talked about a bunch of just white supremacy coronavirus news bad baby (laughs) eve says those two teens who made the racist tiktok video is the embodiment of life life comes at you fast Mm -hmm. the video was pretty fucking racist but black twitter csi was on the case weren't they the girl in the video issues a fake apology while throwing her boyfriend under the bus and got expelled and her admission to college rescinded and then she issued another statement saying everyone on the internet ruined her life no she ruined her own life and i couldn't bring myself to feel a bit sorry for her. a lot of people make stupid mistakes but teens today have had the internet long enough to know better right. these two just thought that their followers would find it funny and nothing would happen fuck these kids and their parents who most definitely voted for trump yeah uh the only thing i'll say is i saw some screenshots and i wasn't sure if that was all from her account like the first one was from her account but then the second one had a different username so i don't know if all those were things she said or someone was trolling us and made a fake like some fake other stuff or she made a new account and like i don't know the whole story I, i just knew enough to know that you know that that initial video was just stupid enough for me to be like all right well whatever happens to him happens uh felix says those french doctors bruv uh absolute insanity that people like that have such high positions i knew that disgusting segment really did the rounds when i saw it pop up in my grandparents whatsapp group the visceral reaction from me and basically every african on the internet man so nice well we can all put the diaspora wars to the side and form voltron to loudly make ourselves heard i have so many older relatives and others with various medical conditions just the thought of them having to suffer through some neo-colonial garbage like that was was suggested makes me live it yeah i'm with you baby i can't believe they said that shit on national like just tv like like it wasn't nothing like ain't this the shit we always do maybe we should inject some africans you know do some tests it's like yo mama like nobody could have run off the side and with a hook like sandman from apollo get them out of here the poll do you wipe down the food and groceries when you get them home now we do yes or no yes we do but guess what karen what only 51 percent of the people in our poll said yes 49 percent say no now we read that thing that said you pretty much can't get it that way uh which is a great point um and you know you're they're not wrong Mm-mm. and i will admit i'm not a scientist 
but i am paranoid so, <laughs> so we wipe down everything we just wipe it down uh, i don't know what to tell you we've been I, outside too long did you take your clothes off <laughs> did you wash your hands i've been saying from day one when we talk coronavirus on this show i'd rather be too cautious and then not cautious enough that is not what i've been saying that's what karen apparently has been saying what i was gonna say karen is i've been saying from day one that i could be reading so much shit about coronavirus that i'm paranoid i've I've been saying that even when i was like when we was at hornets games i was like i don't know man we might yeah, need to stop going last one or two games before the seed before it got canceled yeah i remember thinking that and psh, turns out my hunt i should have listened to my gut because it was like you know coronavirus been in america since you know last november or some shit it's like okay so i maybe some of the things i was reading was right yeah because when i remember one of the last games he went to somebody was coughing and i was looking like you know what i, I don't i don't know about this right could have been us i'm just saying i come home we wipe off everything put everything up you wipe know the put knobs the, down yeah put the fresh stuff in the containers and then uh I, I even take my clothes off and either change clothes or take a shower um all that shit and now you know if, if karen's with me i'll be like hey change those clothes you know make sure you do this wipe down your phone like i'm not playing man if it get me it was just some final destination it was just trying to get me like <laughs> it I don't was know like you are the target it was aggressive for me yeah if it get me dog it was just it was out here okay understand but i i was gonna say i read two new like peer i think they were peer-reviewed uh scientific experiment studies or some or analysis of two of the places that it spread um in china one of them was a call center you know and that would make sense because they probably in close quarters and the other one was a restaurant and they explain how it worked and it seems that for the vast majority of people who are going to get this through community spread or even family spread whatever it's because you're less than six feet apart and because people are sitting in a a place for hours without a lot of circulating air right so workplaces restaurants (laughs) sporting events things like that are gonna be real like and it was like down to like one meter so like if you sat within a meter which is about three feet of some of these people oh is that a yard a meter maybe that's six feet um matter of fact let me look up meter to feet for i don't some motherfucker right here. No, I don't know. That is not the conversion. Well, I'm sorry, I'm a dumbass American. Okay, I didn't ask for this. Somebody pushed their glasses up right now and shifted their pocket protector. They yeah. typing. Didn't nobody ask for this shit? Okay, I got a degree in math, Rob. I know it's somebody from like Australia, or Britain, where they smarter than us. That's fine. I know, we but learned, they don't use the metric system. We learned feet and inches and stupid shit. Yes, we did. Of and course, I'd rather learn kilometers and fucking miles and things that can be easily divisible by 10. Of course. Anyway, it's about three feet. Uh, but so the people that mostly got the, got the coronavirus, um, were within three feet of the person that had it. Um, yeah, and most- so it didn't seem to be this kind of thing where you get it from, and they sat close to them for an extended period of time so it wasn't even like you know they just walked by and somehow got a whiff of a motherfucking coronavirus it was like you you kind of have to be in an area with a person for an extended period of time standing still uh and close 
yeah and a, a lot of jobs particularly cubicles i was talking to your mom about this today and i was saying a lot of jobs have have gotten really cheap they don't want to buy and invest in cubicles cubicles used to be tall and they used to kind of box you off where everybody was individual but now everybody want to get to this quote-unquote open concept and the fuck is the open concept there's nothing but a germ disease type of thing because one person gets sick next thing you know it don't wipe that that whole corner it happens all the time either they don't have cubicles or either the cubicles are really really low which means somebody get a cold somebody gets sick y'all see it in the workplace so yes uh it's gonna be really hard to convince people to unless they have to to come back to work when everybody is literally two feet from each other in these cubes yeah so um and i think that helps with the paranoia too so yes you can go sit out on your porch yes you can you know uh it sounds like even exercise and going for a walk and shit is gonna be fine you know it's gonna it seems like uh at least from what i've read so far a lot of and maybe it'll change but a lot of this stuff uh is about close contact and sitting around for periods extended periods of time doesn't mean which means social distancing is the right thing right stay far away from people mask up that kind of shit you know doesn't mean open restaurants and sit six feet from each other is going to necessarily be a death sentence that way they even because they even check the air conditioning to be like well maybe it can spread via air conditioning right uh but they didn't even find any evidence that that was true they Mm. now they did say that like being around the air conditioner might have an effect because it does suck the air particles closer to that area of the restaurant or whatever right but they was like even still the people that got it was people sitting right next to them nobody else in the restaurant got it Mm. you know okay yeah so that's proximity and in the office nobody on like a person that had it on like like uh some people had it but the most concentration of people that had it was on the 11th floor with this one person that they knew for sure was sick Mm. so even people like getting in the elevator and touching the same buttons that that wasn't how people got it it was just like you said <clears throat> prolonged period of time yeah so all right the uh the poll was oh we already said what the poll is the comments Brittany says i wipe everything down before i take it in the house groceries bags etc i'm afraid to bring the germs inside to my kids i also have an underlying condition being a black woman i know that's not uncommon my mother-in-law thinks i'm doing too much but i'd rather do too much than too little right that's how i've justified it maybe i look crazy but if it get me it was just meant to get me like then let me look crazy okay uh <laughs> brooklyn shoebase says i wiped down cans bottles and the counters i had the groceries on the refrigerator handles just to be safe same sis same wipe it all down okay wipe me down shoulders chest pants shoes come on felix says i try to wipe down anything i know i'll be touching a lot so snack packaging bottles cans plastic covers for things like tissue and wipes just to be safe can't be too careful yeah and i like take my i (laughs) actually take my bottle or canned soda if i'm gonna be mixing it with a drink i'll like i just go ahead and open it up and pour it into a cup i don't fuck it like i've already wiped off them i've already wiped them off with lysol and everything i still don't care nope <laughs> gotta go in the box just in case one decides to linger around one of them like might, that it might just be chilling uh iman says we have a setup in our garage a fold-out table with clorox wipes to wipe everything down and extra plastic cup bags to throw away packaging and any possible contaminated things for food delivery we set a tv tray table outside our front door that's smart hmm yo we should do that we mm-hmm. got one we do yeah we got one that way they know where to sit it yeah, yeah. 
we ain't using it for nothing because i don't like when they deliver the food and sit on the ground because i'd be like what if like an enterprising ass varmint runs up in there i don't know what these animals is thinking okay okay that's what i do uh it's dusty i'll wipe it down and put it i've been seeing a little too much uh stuff on twitter where these animals getting too comfortable now that we're not out here come on walk outside and coyotes staring at you no thank right. you like i don't want to look outside and just like a motherfucking squirrel is just eating my my dumplings like that ain't cool mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. who we, told you you could do that right you know it's deer near here too mm-hmm uh 2090 all on the side was when we had our man mike Cat on mm-hmm, that was we fun asked him about eight to ten questions uh <laughs> amon says hey y'all i really like mike as a guest not sure if you had him on before we have i've been listening for a few years now but maybe it's an episode i missed it's been a while it's but it's been it, a while anytime you guys think about a guest or something you want to hear go to the blackoutist.com there's a search bar at the top of the screen mm-hmm. you can put in that guest name, name and yeah. then their episode. episodes will come up mm-hmm. um i've been listening for years for now but maybe it's an episode i missed but he was really great and i really appreciate the conversation y'all had about being in your head thinking someone is upset with you i think a lot of us struggle with some version of that for me it's wondering if someone thinks my ideas are bad or if i offended someone oh well welcome to the club buddy Mm -hmm. uh this past month i found out that there were two people who were upset with me and i never noticed one messaged me to apologize about it and i let her know i had no idea what she was talking about yeah let me tell you something else though about that that's really um wild and shit i'm sure mike kaplan if he was here he would say this in a much longer way but um you were worried it's ironic you worry so much about having pissed somebody off or them not liking you and then when it happened you didn't even notice so that tells you how much anxiety and wasted energy you had because you worried about this thing thinking because the reason we worry is like because maybe i could pick it up hey are you okay is everything all right and here it is it happened so the thing that you thought you know worrying about happening would maybe keep from happening or help you mitigate the harm of such thing happening it happened anyway so and at the end of the day it didn't even really fuck up your life you didn't even notice so anyway i and now that's advice for me to take myself that's not just for you that is you just helped me realize that uh the other person was my sister who blocked me lol she was upset i never noticed uh once she unblocked me i assumed she was busy it was weird because when i'm upset with someone i let them know and if i'm really done with you you're blocked or unfriended enjoy this episode my thank you yeah my thing is i don't let everybody know when they've upset me i won't i can't mm-hmm. even front like that mm-hmm. i don't that uh and especially with the the shit we do for a living mm-hmm. the life i lead now mm-hmm. there's too many people that i the thing it mostly makes me realize is that this port this person is not that important to me Mm-mm. so somebody says some wild crazy shit or something i normally would just either unfriend them mute them whatever because it's like uh, that's not actually my friend <laughs> no and the opposite for the people that are my friend i really will stop and be like yo like what was this about yeah because like i said my time and energy is very valuable and the thing is you know if it does bother me you know i have a handful of people that i will you know talk to about and things like that a lot of times by the time i've talked it out i've hashed it out through my head and a lot of times that's funny i've gotten over it and i've 
like right so you realize oh they're not that important anyway you just keep it going well i think it's just very rare that i have someone that hits the right venn diagram of being close enough to me that i need to that i feel the need to say something to them right but also saying some crazy shit like most of the people i'm close to just don't do that kind of like wild ridiculous stuff yeah i don't you know? i don't keep we don't keep those people around us yeah so for the most part i haven't really had too many conversations with people where i had to be like that and also because i you know someone's that close to me i love and appreciate them and i respect them i will rather ask why they did something because maybe i'm missing the reasoning right i don't just assume i know everything and i'm right you know mm-hmm. um i think the thing that really was weird for me was realizing a couple years ago that some people are just overly familiar but you're not friends right that was a hard one for me because as an introvert i don't really get close with a lot of people in general so when i let someone in my circle i feel like that makes us a friend that means we're friends now but then i you know realize over time like no that person is not necessarily my friend because in my friendships i do things like me and my friend disagree and we can talk it out and joke about it mm-hmm. um in my friendships i never assume the worst of my friend oh no period you know what i mean so like when uh um like it like literally i can't be bothered by someone being like hey you know so-and-so said such and such i'll talk to that nigga tomorrow and it'll it, like it's no big deal like mm-hmm you know that's how that's how i do i mean people listen to my conversations with justin that's how we talk all the fucking time you know if not more explicit than shit because you know we on the mic so i'm sure that shit that we say about people and without censoring the names and stuff that would blow everybody's mind but yeah so it's that kind of shit that you know i realize like oh man this is really important for me from this point on to define friendship um more specifically but yeah i also stay in my head and that's what happened with mike joe says mike kaplan is hilarious his mind stays working like with the wordplay maybe it was an illusion but when mike put on the theory that plants were communicating with man through consumption rob briefly looked like he needed a moment that was a really deep thought it was <laughs> i did need a moment because i was thinking what have we been eating these little delicious intelligent motherfuckers wouldn't that be interesting it, it would be but you are delicious yeah uh <laughs> uh i'm sorry mr live uh, living plant yeah i always say that because like vegetarians and vegans always kind of have this like we're better than y'all thing but i'm like what if a plant suffers and feels pain but we just don't understand how plants feel pain so like plants yeah they don't got eyes so they don't stare at you yeah plants on some level are just as mass produced and and fucked up as animals but we don't we'll never understand why ear corn feels you know terrible about having pesticides thrown on it you know we'll never understand that so uh really dark night says dear karen and husband mike was great and i love this episode near the end of the episode rob brought up the analogy of the protesters and the cytokine storm that uh actually kills people by giving them pneumonia from the coronavirus if you don't know the concept you really should look it up or listen to that part again because it's really apt ignorant most white folks are out here uh, ignorant mostly white folks out here protesting in these streets and are going to get themselves and other people's killed while arguing that people want to go back to work if the choice is to go back to work and die listen i'm staying my black ass inside at home period peace come on uh come on uh, un- unless i am absolutely positively forced to mm-mm. 
yeah the thing um yeah that that i came up with that analogy during the show i well no before the show i've been thinking about it but you know mike is a great person to voice that kind of thing with because he'll let you kind of expound upon it and think it out with you but yeah man in a weird way it's like the uh the government and and certain politicians who are doing a good job are all of our immune systems trying to do work you know and then these anti-vax anti you know open up the country republican type people are like the people that come and destroy everything Mm -hmm. because they think they're destroying they're like no well i don't know for sure what they think because some of them are bought and paid for but on some level they feel like the the cure for the disease is destroying our body and it's like that's what the cytokine storm is that's what it does is it's your it's your attack cells um i i forget which ones are your attack cells i think white blood cells maybe but it's the cells that come in and just go we don't know which are in the infected lung cells we don't know which are the healthy lung cells it's like we came to fight it's a fight we killing everybody they destroy all the cells and that's what pneumonia is everybody gets some that's what pneumonia is and that's why our lungs that's why people who uh experience this disease sometimes their lungs that's basically become inoperable um and they have to be on that respirator and stuff all right uh the poll was have you ever tried an open relationship yes but it wasn't for me yes and i'm currently in one not yet or nope not for me i've never tried it uh yeah for me yes and i'm currently in one uh, <laughs> who the third person what oh person people you mean I'm i got so- a whole nother family karen i'm sorry I- it's just open on my side i just didn't know oh, so it's closed on my side yeah it's a one side open relationship uh many people oh, call so it cheating I- so all the doors ain't open a lot of people are in can, these can I, can I open up the window then a lot of people are in these and don't know okay so just spread the word okay it's not cheating it's an open relationship on one side secretly all right no i've never been in one i don't think i could do it i don't don't think i'm built for that it's just it's just me it's not knocking anyone who is though um let's get to these replies really dark knight says props to all of y'all who are interested in an open relationship i know it isn't for me i mean monogamy is hard enough and i think some men would just think of the sex aspect but that is a small part of the relationship and seems like a lot of demand a lot of damn work to keep everyone happy peace yeah it's weird because uh it um it's like the free love 60s right remember that the free love 60s for those that were old enough to remember it or mm-hmm. watch the right documentaries such as myself right um the free love era was all this like you know we're not gonna let the man tell us who to love and you know sex is just a bodily function and all this shit and then people re-looked at that era and it's like that was mostly just men fucking any woman they wanted and then having no consequences and no responsibilities to those women right were, were, the, were the women actually free in a lot of these situations some were but were most of them right like like if like while the women may have been making these choices and free to make them a, a lot of the men that were benefiting it wasn't like then women got equality and they were like mm-hmm. yeah we're just fucking all these young attractive women who happen to just be free spirits we're just fucking them all and then we're gonna give them jobs in our corporations no it no, was we we're fucking them all and they're 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 just whores to us we're not respecting right. anybody um 
so yeah i think anyway all that to say i think a lot of times when people pitch open relationships a lot of men pitch it on this yeah you know because we animals or we need this but what they're really thinking is i would like to fuck other people not you not you know because a lot of times when a woman be like well hey i want my side to be open too a lot of men have a fucking fit yeah not like like i want you to have other women in involved in our relationship maybe you could have some lesbian type sex but you yeah, like you can pick the woman i don't want you to actually be with another person in that type of way right. um you know romantically but i do want to be able to do that shit you know so that's a lot of people's version of it now that's not the only version mm-hmm. obviously that's you know but those people give it a bad rap because right there's so many men that just feel like this is me fucking other women you know i i saw a thing on uh twitter the other day where they was doing the don't rush challenge but it was with thruples like like people with th- three people in a relationship instead of just two okay every thruple was a, a dude with two women <laughs> every th- <laughs> like every, i was like i don't know y'all didn't see a pattern here with like you know and like each one it was like the man would change it to some clothes that i won't comment on their clothes but some clothes and then the two women would come up next to him and i was like i don't even see what like this doesn't seem like a lot of diversity in these troubles seem like two brown women splitting two splitting a, a man oh oh so it's not one woman and two men everyone was one man two women every last one of them yeah they got that one dick rule yeah so not everybody but but a lot of times it's the one dick rule so i just don't think i i think the version of open relationships that a lot of as as dark knight said that a a lot of people talking about is to a lot of men it's just me fucking more than one woman and everybody being cool with it you know as opposed if you know if it was two men living in the same house all of a sudden they that that then engender that then hurts their masculinity they're standing you know like all that type of shit which it really doesn't but for a lot of people yes yeah but it's because it's not really about that woman being happy and everyone being happy it's really about what's best for me uh green eyed bandit says does it count as an open relationship the other person finds out after the fact asking for an ex Mm -mm mm-mm Brittany says i said yes and it wasn't for me but only because i couldn't just say yes i loved it the only reason i'm not in one now is because i moved away from that relationship and my fiance is not cool with it he's just a bit jealous that he's always thinks i'm gonna leave him for another woman i wouldn't do that but i think i would add one to the relationship get a break sometimes lol yeah i think um that's gotta be the struggle for bi people is the distrust from either gender being like right. well that didn't you gonna cheat you gonna leave well so how do i know you gonna stay with me and not pick this other person all the time and stuff like that and yeah like i'm sure there's nightmares about that but you know that people in straight relationships do that all the time right like you can't be buying monogamous like right but people i'm saying people in straight relationships people leave them for somebody else all the time anyway like it's not yes, they do there's no guarantee that if we stay together like like anyway uh but yeah I, but at the same time i appreciate you got to fear's honesty putting it out there and being like yeah i'm actually not cool with that and then letting you make that choice because to me that's the only thing you can do mm-hmm. 
you know because versus I, saying you cool and getting it and realize that they not cool with this at like all. we you see so many nightmare stories of somebody who says they were cool and one part of the couple was never fucking cool and it's just a slow erosion of a relationship mm-hmm. because it's like eventually it's gonna come out like i don't like this you're fucking other people that aren't me i don't like it you know i you know i like people that go we used to have threesomes all the time yeah and then the more and more the person got some leverage in a relationship the less and less you did it guess what that means somebody is not down with this shit at some point you know when it's all of a sudden it's like maybe on your birthday you know it's like oh okay this is not this person is not really cool with this as they said they were uh which happens you know it's the honeymoon period there's a lot of shit that happens in the honeymoon period that people think oh yeah i'm gonna be doing this forever it's like no you won't uh episode 2091 raise the barn uh justin w says great episode i really like how you all talked about the media how irresponsible they are for airing trump briefings while he lies and tells people to take unproven medicine the profit motive in the media needs to be fixed if we if we want fair reporting correct yeah i appreciate that justin we had someone in the chat that i think works in the media arena and seen in my opinion seem to be taking it kind of like personal or something but i don't know i've thought about this a lot and i just feel like it's irresponsible for the media to play that shit man they are part of the problem when it comes to this like the other day when he starts talking about uh people need to inject bleach and inject light into them and maybe drink yo put that shit on a delay like then when he says something uh, no take that shit out that we know that's not true and if some motherfucker dies because they watch cnn and there was no counter you know what i'm saying we just let this on the air i would there was it, no counter argument if i worked that i would feel responsible if we then brought on kellyanne conway to argue the pros of drinking bleach i would also feel responsible i don't give a fuck if don lemon was there to cuss her out it don't make no difference she shouldn't even be on there is my point so i think that's what i was trying to get at and hopefully most people understood that because i think there is a level of responsibility of course of covering the news like oh yeah it needs have to be the, covered let, he has a press conference cool let's actually cover it though let's let's bring it on bring up the relevant clips and break it down rather than just give this nigga a fucking platform because uh you know i feel like that shit is uh proud of the problem at this point so um but yeah you know it's always with trump man all i gotta do is wait a couple days that nigga gonna always prove me right you know what i'm saying like it's gonna he gonna always prove what i'm like trump keeps taking shit to the next level literally the day before that i was like yo it's irresponsible okay cool you know uh that's the media shouldn't be involved for that they okay cool the next day the nigga's like drink bleach okay all right i don't what's he gonna say tomorrow you know what i mean like 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 are y'all like are we really doing this uh can we can we finally admit like maybe it's part of the problem is letting the fucking narcissist psychopath have the fucking room and have all the attention of everybody without even fucking limiting it in any fucking way like maybe that does make us part of the problem maybe that makes us what what are you gonna do today i wonder what he's gonna do tomorrow this guy this guy just He's pissing all over us. He's pissing on you. What, what does it taste like? Chief, what does it taste like? Because you know what? It tastes like piss to me. Um, and yeah, uh, if they say you're editorializing, that's already what the fuck the news does. 
there was never a time when the, the news doesn't editorialize what the fuck happens zero percent have we ever had there's never been a newscast where they didn't put some level of like and this is what you saw you know what i mean like so so gus go ahead and fucking do your job if that's the case then just fucking set up a camera in the white house and we don't need people there do a job classic r&b lover says i voted no on the poll but i have what was the poll oh okay so instead of commenting on a poll uh she commented on the site but the poll is would you have to would you pay a small fee to see the versus battles yes or no 13 percent say yes 87 percent say no uh classic r&b lover says i voted on the poll no on the poll but i would i don't have and refuse to get instagram i feel overburdened by twitter and next to no time i spend on facebook so i'm not able to watch oh well yeah you probably should have i should have i didn't know to put that as an option i don't even have instagram i shouldn't be voting on this you know (laughs) uh mark says (laughs) i thought about going to see one of those battles even for free I saw clips from Teddy Riley versus Babyface Royale on Jesus and Mario. Uh, even assumed, uh, they only showed the messed up parts. If this, if that is how these battles go, no thank you. Oh, well, um, I thought I expressed it on the show, but my point is if you pay for it, then all of a sudden, you know, the quality jumps, right? Yes, it does. Your sound is better. Mm-hmm. Your, you have your, engineer, you will have people, even if they remotely doing all the little things that, the standards that people say right no websites dropping they'll be able to hold the capacity that kind of stuff so Mm -hmm. uh you would think that some cable channels might pony up some money to run some of these espn is running horse tournaments this isn't in their wheelhouse but tv seems desperate kim doc says the nostalgia i felt every time babyface came through with another hit was something i haven't felt in such a long time i'd consider paying for that babyface left to say goodbye with madonna um unbreak my heart baby 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 by tlc and other monster bops while teddy still had no diggity remember the time and the rest of the dangerous album the keys to these battles is the monumental song you finish off finish off with everyone knew neo was coming with uh irreplaceable and everyone knew jonta had we belong together in the truck tuck but the moment when the songs start playing in the chat room and twitter lose their shit and reminisce is what was missing from the teddy versus face battle i'm gonna always be okay with that old our our old r&b uncles tried their best to figure out these internets they did lakita says i haven't even engaged in these battles for free i'm on the i don't care what the fuck everybody else doing age suits me fine yeah i hear you i haven't watched really any um but i know it's just not my thing it's not a you know it's not a personal slight to anyone involved i think i'm just glad people having fun sitting in the house doing what they're supposed to be doing that's the thing as long as it's entertaining people i don't have a problem with it because the thing is uh, a lot of people had a good time even though you know the first time you know all the jokes and stuff but it was still entertaining to people have they had a gospel one yet i think the way they send the chat room they're supposed to have one tomorrow wow okay so i'm telling you man they they own it mm-hmm. uh 2092 news that no longer matters we had one comment eve says fuck donald trump you know what ah agreed i agree i know me and ev don't always things but we on the same page but uh today i gotta say this is the day that we that ev became president 
um poll who do you see wearing black people black who do you see wearing masks in public more often black people white people or i don't go outside for me all black people 41 percent of the audience says black people i wonder if that's because we're around them more too uh i'll have a tendency to spot them out in crowds more 41 percent said i don't go outside oh baby you need some sunshine you're like a plant 18 percent say white people uh let's check out the comments d troubadour says voted white people because i haven't seen another black person since march this ain't over quite yet to keep your mask on Brooklyn Shoe Bay says, my part of Brooklyn is majority Asian and many of them wear masks before COVID-19. However, a majority of people without masks are 30 to 40 something white folks. I only go out every couple of days to stretch my legs and I only walk four or five blocks. There's not many people in the streets. It's pretty off-putting. Yeah. Um, I feel you. I did, I do feel like I see less white people wearing masks though now. You know, at least on the trips out. Like I really was noticing it the other day. Mm-hmm. i see more of them and uh i know you're talking about uh walking early in the morning like mm-hmm. that's something that i might start doing just so because yeah you're right we went outside in the afternoon it was the people packed everywhere i was like no no i don't think i could deal with this yeah and the other day i went out in the morning and seen people walking in the morning i was like damn like it's, it's getting crowded out here now uh brooklyn shoe said the longer it is the more and more people are like okay we can go out the house now we've been stuck in here for weeks mark says most of the black people i see have masks except the bl- the guys who are too cool for the mask oh yeah also gloves one man had a giant cross assuming it was wasn't for the virus but still we might have just wanted to floss on some people kim doc says praying we have to act praying we get to actually vote in some capacity in november every time we say they can't get away with filling the corruption bingo card or the republicans won't let such and such slide shit slides and they get away with it four more years uh will send us into handmade tales level of society definitely possible man i just somebody got a cough on trump then lakita says at first i saw mostly black people with gloves and masks then i started seeing whites do it more but still not as much as the blacks i was happy to see the people are finally getting it now but lots of whites in nebraska seem to believe that their whiteness is some kind of shield touching people talking all close and shit putting their nasty ass fingers in their mouth but they're slowly acting like they have some sense oh that makes sense though white people would wear less mm-hmm. just because a lot of them vote republican so it's a lot you know since one party is out here like it ain't even a big deal then of course those people are out here like yeah it ain't even a big deal that makes a lot of sense felix says i only go to the stores that are five minutes walks from my house and most times i'm the only one wearing a mask and gloves wow there's cases in my city in the north in north england so i really don't understand that people aren't extra cautious one time a lady was out with her two kids no mask or gloves and one of the little gremlins was coughing and they would not give me space the mom was begging them to but i ended up having to turn around and politely ask them to give me some space felt so bad having to scold someone else's kids and the lady was so apologetic if stuff if stuff wasn't running out for folks holding early on i think there'd be less people out desperately looking for necessities i'm really lucky my local supermarket was brought bought out by an international company though would have died without an array of my array of seasonings and tropical fruits well we are tropical people felix Mm -hmm. so you gotta do what you gotta do to take care of yourself okay don't want no bland food baby uh all right that's all the feedback on the website thank you everybody who thank you 
took the time to leave us some feedback uh, i believe we have one voicemail uh at the voicemail line which is uh 704 557 0186 oh wait this is a butt down wow butts have been blowing us up lately okay let me tell you something nobody loves as much as a butt dial nobody loves us as much as these butts okay i think this is the second week in a row we got a butt dial so shout, shout out, out to butts shout out to big booties you know i've always been an ass man but you know not that it's like picking a favorite child though really isn't it uh but uh i guess they love me back okay they are all up on the request line uh all right let me see what emails we have because you know it'll take forever to look on my <laughs> Huh. computer so i'll just check the gmail forever, ever, forever, ever. the black guy tips at gmail.com uh rebecca Rice saying blacks are human too good afternoon Ryder karen on the subject of the vow that vow pastor no not only does he have the audacity to hit the needy up for their stimulus checks but he showed his face on cnn talking about providing 27 buses to round up people who want to come to his service he said he was going to provide a meal and service for the poor in his words these people are so poor they don't have access to the internet that is why i feel we cannot have sermons online and then he's well then how are they gonna give you ties and then he said that his flock were being discriminated against and the aclu should be looking into it i'll give credit where it's due the reporter pointed out that he doesn't need to collect his flock stimulus checks since he can apply for relief with the government the pastor said he didn't want to be a burden on the already overwhelmed system and the reported reporter quipped but you'll take that exempt status i was hot after watching that but then i realized if you're stupid enough to fall for this bullshit then you deserve that fleecing that pastor needs a serious godly lesson and quick and did you notice in that video the pastor calling out the challenge was what was behind him man that was a beautiful yacht dock bet he got one of the biggest yachts of his flock of his flock he probably got the only yacht he just straight up vow and there's no place for unrepentant men like that not this in his day not this day and age thanks guys for another episode so great i had to write you an email not to worry though i'm getting paid to do it on company time keep safe rebecca thank you yeah that's wild mm. i didn't even notice that i yeah that dude's a piece of shit man i'm telling you man and you know i am one you know agnostic atheist whatever you want to call me um but i'm telling y'all man these motherfuckers got to be atheists man it don't make sense (laughs) how the fuck can you be this evil in the name of god unless you really don't believe in that shit and you was like they gonna give me money for saying anything so i could just keep saying give me your money i don't gotta do nothing just i I just show up and be like god wants your money and they gonna give it to me well yes i'll do it for a yacht you know for For a private it was either this or go to school for something i mean come on simone says episode 2088 hey rod and karen i have been trying to stay positive but being at a distance from my ailing grandmother and solo quarantining is hard karen and her burgeoning rap freestyle career made me laugh and clap thank you for helping me find joy rod you were great too but mc karen was, (laughs) was the breakout star y'all have some super talented listeners there are so many times that i learned something new or laugh really hard during the feedback show those beats were flames 
glad you all are staying safe and i appreciate every episode that you make during these crazy pandemic times thank you heart emoji sim simma thanks simone thank you and no i feel like that whole episode was about karen and her great freestyling so <laughs> i don't think i don't take any there's no need to apologize to me i don't even think i freestyled or no you didn't yeah that was all karen with the bars <laughs> she was so good i was like what what else, what's left to say <laughs> Zizzy says hey Ryder care i've been meaning to write in for a while now but i keep getting distracted i wanted to thank you guys in particular for the content during the corona apocalypse it's been hard these days not to let the panic and anxiety overwhelm me but your coverage has helped me get more confident about leaving the house to go grocery shopping i also wanted to say that i agree with rod about having faith in your government institutions because trust me you don't want to live in a situation where you can't trust any public officers right here in nigeria the person in charge of our covid19 response is not a doctor or a scientist of any sort a majority of the tests that have been done are actually just politicians getting tested over and over again while the virus spreads in local communities (gasps) that do not have testing being done to make matters worse the president's chief of staff recently succumbed to the virus and he came in contact with a lot of people before he even submitted himself to testing and eventually died we don't actually know the extent of our exposure to uh, or have a strategy we've been under lockdown for a month in my state but in other states like where my mom lives the state government refuses to take action because the governor thinks it will make him look weak politically we are all literally living on a prayer here so as long as you guys have some people in authority who are actually doing their jobs i think it's right to keep having faith in them our situation in nigeria makes it very hard to stay positive but you guys are a big help your updates your jokes your level heads make me feel like there might be some light at the end of this tunnel after all keep doing what you're doing and thank you again god bless you guys i just wish i had the coins to go premium but i had a dream that one day i will make it to tbgwt mountaintop amen amen baby <laughs> stay safe head healthy and please stop talking to those strangers karen you're too precious to us love zinzi thank you she's been doing way better with the talking to strangers guys um now i also have mostly been like you you stick to my side during the store because people know to leave us alone if they see me and they, they do they do and i'm by myself it's a whole different story and thank god for the mask because now we had a mask so they can't see karen smiling at them <laughs> they can't trying to get attention and shit they so, can't you know it's been i smile through the mask but they can't see it it's been a lot safer lately guys so you know just y'all keep praying for us though <laughs> i'm taking it one day at a time you know try to take it to stuff where we don't have to get out the car you know the car wash uh something like that uh feedback show this is from trey who says hey rod and karen just wanted to send you a two a big thank you as my feedback show comments thanks so much for the premium discount offer i went ahead and took advantage of it and signed up for premium hey hey welcome to the club i didn't even know trey wasn't i don't know why i always assumed you was premium trey uh i was going to do this back in march but my birthday came up and then the rona hit and my mind started focusing on other things obviously nothing wrong with that but anyways thanks so much for that and i can't wait to get uh started listening to the backlog of premium shows thanks trace windu thank you yeah and you know to be honest uh or just to elaborate a little bit more uh that was an idea that karen had really to to do the sale karen's such a uh businesswoman you know like like <laughs> like i know how to do a lot of technical stuff but karen's always like we could do this you know and, and sometimes i do come up with stuff too you know like i think i came up with the black friday sale mm-hmm. and um 
and the cyber monday sale and that was a thing that um i wasn't even sure if we could do that on our site but i figured it i was like i kept thinking about it for years and i was like oh this is how we can do it and so um that was you know it was cool to be able to um do that um and i and i know like in this time like there's people that you know they're trying to save some money Mm -hmm. you know maybe they're premium already and they're like well if i switch over to this a hundred dollars a year that's basically eight dollars a month right and for eight dollars a month i can swing this but you know paying the full price i can't anymore because i know a lot of people that that are premium they actually some of them don't even listen to shows they just love and support us and want to make sure that we're here right you know because we do put out a lot of content so they might not even have time to listen to all that shit but Mm -hmm. They just want to make sure that that we're that we're here and stuff and i know that this is about to be a difficult time and people you know people might have to make some decisions and mm-hmm. cut some things uh so i just want to like i just like well karen's that is who it was her idea but i just thought it was such a great idea because it will provide some people the ability to like have some economic relief in all this mm-hmm. um and then of course you know we made it a joke you know because all these commercials on tv are like right now ford pickup truck we're doing it for you for your stimulus check you we're know in this together yeah and you know it's just, they really just want your money they don't give a fuck about you Mm-mm. but with us it's like if you already had this bill and you want to reduce it right here's a way and, but also if you don't have this bill and you want to listen to premium shit because you stuck at home and now what there's nothing else to do nothing else to do so now you're like hey i would love to be able to listen to all this shit y'all got that i you know because i I I got the time right i hear y'all talking about just in the pregame and all this other stuff and i would love to hear your movie reviews and all that stuff now you can't so anyway that's what happened guys so thank you and thank you for signing up every time i and i get an email every time a new person signs up and i can't stress enough if you have any issues on the site you have any issues with your login any issues seeing the premium page any issues uh figuring out how to get the rss fees to work um email me the black guy who tips at gmail.com we'll figure it out i've walked so many people through this shit at this point y'all like it's not you're not a bother you okay this oh, no. like i know That's we're job. i know it's a staff of one essentially when it comes to <laughs> it is a staff of one when it comes to it i know and some people if i do the other shit but yeah it is one i know if you if you thinking like me then you're a, a person that um i don't want to be a bother i don't you're not being a bother you're not a pain in the ass if i can walk karen through i have years of training i have walked karen through so many technical things yes there's no way you can be worse than that okay so oh, all yeah, y'all and, and i'm bad i i i don't went from you know what is a cookie to being able to do a ring right so i'm just saying we you know we can get there together i'm not gonna fuss at you i'm not i'm not like patient. these uh these other blacks on twitter that have businesses that then take screenshots of y'all's emails and tell everybody how much they fucking hate having customers right. who give them money i'm not one of those people we do good customer service so you know i worked in corporate america i know you can't be talking to your customers all crazy not so if you want their money no sir email me if you have an issue and i will figure it out together i try to get back to people as fast as possible but you know uh sometimes a nigga gotta sleep and eat and shit but you know we, we'll figure it out guys so thank you to everybody who took the time to sign up period uh coolie high is the name of this one from mln who says watch coolie high you will not be disappointed yeah i think on this too much i mentioned uh i have not seen coolie high or school days 
now i see school days i don't i probably have seen cootie high i don't remember because that's been so long ago i think i have not sure but i know for a fact i seen school days yeah i don't think probably I've seen... uh uh too young i didn't know what the hell was happening yeah i don't think i've i, I know i haven't seen either one or if i have i definitely don't remember her, so uh it's just a missing hole in my blackness y'all okay call me kenya barris apparently mm-hmm. oh yeah not I'm, black enough for you niggas I'm pretty, ungrateful niggas no just kidding mm-hmm. i'm pretty sure some i got some black holes too i've never seen a wire yeah it's some black shit i done missed too everybody do man but whenever someone brings up theirs that's when everybody goes crazy mm-hmm. it's funny uh at this point i'm at this point it's becoming enough for me to just like i like low-key don't want to watch it because of how it makes people feel because i know because i know everyone got them and this this can be part of my personality is that i have these are my two you know it's like oh you never seen uh fear of a black hat or some shit and it's like i Mm -hmm. it's like it's like it's like porn for me to look in a black person's face Ah! when they see that that my blackness is incomplete when i let them know like you know uh i don't know whatever just some iconic black i've never seen new jack city i mean i have a million times but if i could just see maybe i'm gonna make up some so i can look at people's face just to fuck with them like they could be like am i my brother's keeper and i'll just turn to them like what are you talking about (laughs) (laughs) am i my brother's keeper you know from the movie what movie what are you talking about new jack city what is that about like i just look at their face explode because they'd be like how's a nigga this black not know this shit like i was maybe i'm that would be my new thing that's gonna be my new thing <laughs> pretend not to get people's fucking references and shit uh all right y'all we'll talk to y'all later man uh until next time um i think t- oh tomorrow i guess will be jl coven mm-hmm. who's fireside Yay. craps uh volume two the deuce is uh um available for pre-order on itunes right now Mm -hmm. i pre-ordered mine um and then um i put fillers out to several other people about being on the show um so we'll 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 find out soon who who else is coming on but yeah figured if everyone's stuck in the house we might as well see if we can get some guests back me as well all right y'all until next time i love you i love you too